Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana and today I have a very special episode all about Glasgow to you with my friend Ailey. And it's actually very funny the timing of this episode because I spent last week, the whole week in Glasgow. Um, we recorded this episode on Wednesday night after I came back and until then like... I, I personally, I don't love Glasgow. I've been there like, what, two, three times already, but for very specific things. So it wasn't even like I was visiting Glasgow or anything. Um, and I think that I just got it wrong where I was walking or why, not why I was there for, but just the vibe, the timing, something like that. Because... I actually enjoyed Glasgow last week. <laughs> the overall was that I actually enjoyed Glasgow. So during this episode, I say that I don't like it. But now I actually do. I think it's a matter of timing. Um, especially after I talked to Ailey. So Thursday and Friday, it was just very sunny. The weather was amazing. And then I just took different routes around the city. And I honestly do like it. Again, it's just perspective. Obviously, it's not as beautiful as Edinburgh. I still prefer Edinburgh, but I just don't hate Glasgow anymore, even though hate is a strong word. It's kind of like that, but I actually do like it, and I'm excited to get to know a little bit more of it, and Ailey gives a really, really good perspective. She was born and raised in Glasgow, and she's always going back there. She gives so many amazing recommendations and tips. And I'm so, so, so happy that I had her for this episode. I cannot wait for you guys to listen everything about Glasgow. But before we get to that, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow the podcast on Instagram at the Brazilian POV Podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to the episode. Thanks for coming to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Hey, I'm excited to be on. I'm very honored. I hope I do my city justice. <laughs> so I've actually been thinking about inviting you to the podcast for weeks, but we've had like so many assessments that I was just like, Ailey is just going to say no. So I'm just going to like let it sit for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's not been the time to do it, has it? No, not really. Although I still probably would have said yes, and then we both would have just been stressed, but still fitted it in somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if it would be worth it, because it was just like the stress of the situation was just... It's been a lot recently, but it's good. Definitely. Whenever it stops, I'm like, well, now I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, literally, me too. I just wake up and it's just like, now what? The abyss. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so first of all, do you want to introduce yourself? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm Ailey. I'm 24. I'm from Glasgow. I live in Edinburgh at the moment, which I love, but I always say I'm a Glasgow girl at heart. And I don't just say that because I feel like I have to. It is true. Um, I'm a freelance copywriter, which gives me the luxury of being able to work remotely. So at the moment, I'm also studying towards my MA in journalism, same as Anna, which is how we met. And I'm not used to being on the interviewee side. I'm always the interviewer. So this is strange for me, but 
nice, but a little bit uncomfortable. But I'm leaning into really? it. That's funny because <laughs> I love being the interviewee when I do podcasts with other people. I'm just like, yes, ask me anything. <laughs> oh, really? That's so funny. No, I think I like the reason that I'm attracted to journalism is because I'm nosy. I love asking other people things. Like I'd rather they were talking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not I saying think... I can't talk. I definitely can talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that's funny. I hate talking about myself, but then like when I'm interviewed, I'm just like, okay, just ask, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Come into your own. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I really wanted to record this episode because I know that a lot of people move to Glasgow from overseas to go studying and some people actually think that Glasgow is the capital of Scotland and it's just a city that's on the map mm-hmm. and well you are from Glasgow so I really wanted to have you here to talk about it and uh, you grow up there right mm-hmm. yeah and I totally get why people think Glasgow is the capital it is the biggest city but um nope is it bigger than Edinburgh yeah, Glasgow is a pretty big city. Don't ask me the population. I was speaking to this. <laughs> I was just my about to ask you the population. <laughs> I'll look it up. Hold on. 635640. What is that? 600,000. I can't read numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but Edinburgh is more people. It's almost 1 million. Is it? Yeah. Really? God. I looked it up before coming here because I was like, well, let me see like how different it is from my hometown. And my hometown is just like over three times more people. Mm, God. This yeah, is- Glasgow is quite, it's got its own little boroughs, I would I would say. it's. Mm. Whereas Edinburgh feels like, Edinburgh in my head is a circle, but Glasgow I feel like is a much more sprawling. There's little pockets rather than Edinburgh is very much like there's the centre. And then there's the outskirts, which are all just much more residential. But Glasgow has different areas, I think, more than Edinburgh. Maybe that's really ignorant of me. but No, it makes sense. I can literally see, like, how Edinburgh is just, like, a circle. And then it makes sense. Like, I haven't been to Glasgow many times or seen much, just, like, very specific places. But it does make sense. Yeah. (laughs) So how would you say that life is in Glasgow you can compare to Edinburgh as well well Glasgow for me is home and it's somewhere that I think I'll always come back to but it's it is different for being so close they are such different cities Kevin Bridges always springs to mind when I'm talking about Glasgow and he says something like Glasgow and Edinburgh are very different cities in Glasgow no, in Edinburgh, a gunshot just means it's one o'clock. <laughs> but I think that's giving the wrong impression of Glasgow. What is life like in Glasgow? I mean, I come from the West End, which you might be able to tell from my accent. It's not the broadest. Um, and it's lovely. It's just very leafy and beautiful tenement buildings. I grew up in tenement flats and... Um, I was speaking to our mutual friend Lauren recently and she was saying how they don't really have flats where she's from which just was wild to me because I grew up in a flat and most people that I know also did but I think it's very much a Glasgow way of living although we've got tenement flats in Edinburgh too but I think that's that's what Glasgow is to me it's it's tenement flats and it's just home it's it's maybe not as immediately charming as Edinburgh Edinburgh is much more I think it's it's more obviously charming, but I don't think there's much merit in that. 
Glasgow, you've got to earn the charm, but it's definitely there. I think it's the people and yeah, it's a very warm place in, not in temperature, but in spirit. (laughs) But it's really fun that you mentioned about the accent because I've met a few people from Glasgow. I cannot understand them from my life. (laughs) Absolutely not. Like I worked with this guy from Glasgow for like three or four months. Like the whole time could not understand him. I literally had to ask him to like repeat like three times. But your accent is so clear. You don't sound from Glasgow. That's so funny. I wonder if it's like, I mean, I did, I did grow up, grow up in Glasgow I did glow up in Glasgow. I grew up in Glasgow, but I did live in Dubai for a little bit as a kid. And we went to an international school there. But honestly, I don't think my accent changed. Like, I always think it's a bit strange when people lose their accents. Obviously, it's different for kids. But so my little brother was obviously younger than me when we were there. And he used to say, so we had these neighbors that we were really close to. And they were American-Iranian and Sanai used to say awesome and all this kind of stuff and so Cameron would be like he'd have a very Scottish accent he'd say like oh we were on the boat at the weekend and it was awesome and he'd like float through (laughs) all these different accents but I don't think my accent ever changed really but there are videos of me as a kid and I sound very broad but yeah I'm not now I always get like since moving to Edinburgh and our tutors and stuff have been like you're from Glasgow I'm like, yeah, I'm a Glasgow girl. <laughs> you you just really do not sound from Glasgow at all. No, I think if I really sounded like I was from Glasgow, I would say Glasgow girl, not Glasgow girl. But or my mum says poem. What is do, it? Do you, well, exactly poem. I would call it a poem, but my mum says poem. What is it? <laughs> like a poem. Oh, poem, poem. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, and also the aforementioned mutual friend, Lauren, she recently nailed her Scottish accent by copying me saying, right, what else? And now she keeps joking and going, what else? <laughs> but I must, I must sound Glaswegian sometimes. But no, it's not the strongest accent. You kind of sound American to me. I do, because I went to this um, American English school growing up. Mm, Everyone's sense. just like... Are you American or Canadian? I'm like, neither. Brazilian. <laughs> um, but yeah, you mentioned about growing up living in West End. Is this somewhere that people usually live in when they move to Glasgow? Because I think where to live is a, a, new, a usual question that people have and like how to find flats. And obviously right now we're having like this whole like housing crisis, cost of living crisis. So the prices are kind of up, but Mm -hmm. which are like some good areas to live in? Mm -hmm. Well, I grew up in Heinland and that is a lovely area to live in. And there are quite, there are some student flats, but I think if you're going to Glasgow Uni specifically, um, there's Partick and Hillhead. That's where kind of people lived when I was at uni but it's slightly different going to uni obviously where where you're from because I lived at home for my first three years anyway so I actually haven't ever rented a flat in Glasgow but my friends that have are kind of hillhead 
heartache and they're all kind of around the uni but recently like as we've kind of got a bit more into our 20s people are moving to the south side and Deniston Deniston's very up and coming that's the kind of place that's on the map for everybody at the moment and Finiston is also very cool it's very much like 10 years ago you maybe wouldn't maybe a bit more than that you probably wouldn't really have gone to Finiston but now it's like the spot there's loads of bars and pubs it's very cool um yeah that's probably what I would say Mary Hill Mary Hill is like super super close to the West End but much much more affordable it's a nice spot as well are there like any neighborhoods that people probably shouldn't go to or live in or something Mm, I mean I don't know I think off the top of my head there's nowhere that I would say oh don't go there it's like a provincial backwater like avoid it but that's probably just because I don't want to come across as a snob and I I don't know you know there's lots of communities that I'm sure are better than their reputation maybe suggests but like I don't know the more the outskirts I think if you're in the center of town you can't really go that wrong but then the west end is more of a suburb and so is the south side I would say but Nowhere off the top of my head is like an absolute no-go, but maybe that's naive. And then even if you're kind of like on the suburbs, is the transportation good enough to go to the city centre and all? Actually, I think that's where Glasgow really falls flat. We used to have trams, but they did away with them in the 60s. My granddad actually remembers the last day of the Glasgow trams and everybody went out and threw a penny or whatever it would have been. I don't know. Uh, Heapney, whatever they call them. I'm probably I'm probably not getting that right, but <laughs> he remembers throwing a coin under the tram track on the last day of the trams in Glasgow and they still got it pressed from it. But we don't, no, we don't, especially compared to Edinburgh. I mean, the buses and everything here are fantastic, but we do have overground trains and there's a subway, but it's a joke. It's like, I don't know if you've seen the maps that compare the Glasgow subway to like, new york or london it's no. it is, it's hilarious it's like a little loop <laughs> just one loop <laughs> so no we're not the best connected i wouldn't say so it's not like super doable like if you don't have a car to live like kind of the suburb areas i mean it's doable enough it is doable enough and there's always taxis but obviously that's not really very sustainable there are plenty buses but they aren't the quickest things like if I was going from where I live in the west end to my friends in the south side it's going to take you an hour and you have to go into town and or if I was going to go over to my granddad's and Cardonald, that's like I mean it's like a 15 minute drive but if you're getting a bus you'd have to go into the center of town and back out and it's probably going to take you about an hour so it's, it isn't great it is a kind of city that you do better with a car But then there's the other thing as well with something I love about Glasgow is that it's so accessible to the countryside. So if you have a car, you're in the middle of the countryside in 40 minutes. And I think that's pretty special. And in terms of affordability, because I like I said, like everything is just very expensive now. But would you say that Glasgow on a general basis is like an affordable city? I think compared to Edinburgh, for example much much more affordable than Edinburgh like night and day yeah it really really is like you just can't compare it almost 
I mean, Edinburgh is so much smaller than it is the capital, but it's unbelievable. Like, my friends pay half of what I pay for rent for better flats. And, like, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, absurd. No, there's no comparing. There really isn't. My two flatmates are moving home because they're just like, this city is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and it only gets worse. I mean, we don't have the fringe, obviously, in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. And the fringe is just insane here. Like, it's nuts. Go to Glasgow, stay in Glasgow, and travel through for the fringe. <laughs> like, I think Glasgow in many ways is a much more livable city than Edinburgh. It's much more down to earth. The people are much sounder, generally. <laughs> That actually like surprises me because Glasgow is like famous for being a student city and Edinburgh is not. So I would assume that mm-hmm. the rent prices there are like at least even to Edinburgh. Oh no, like not at all. I mean, some places are a bit more expensive than others, but even if like my one of my flatmates was looking at Mary Hill and even that from West End, like Partick, Hindland, maybe not so much Partick, but maybe... But even the difference between those two areas and Mary Hill is honestly stones throw away. Like, but it it can be a lot lot cheaper. I think Deniston's the same, and a lot of the south side as well. You can get really really nice flats, but it is definitely definitely much more affordable than Edinburgh. Just shopping and everything as well. I think. Yeah, like grocery shopping. I think so. Like it's hard to do a direct comparison. Mm-hmm. But um, generally, yeah, Glasgow's a cheaper city. And I think I had parking, like on-street parking. And this this is going back probably 2020, but that's not that long ago. And it was £85 for the year for on-street parking, but here it's 130 <laughs> So just even yeah. things like that. <laughs> quite a difference. Yeah, it is quite a difference. Is Glasgow like a safe city? Because you said that there aren't like any neighbourhoods that you shouldn't live in or anything, but like to walk around as at night as a woman would you consider safe mm, I mean like there are rough areas there absolutely are mm. um but I mean that's any big city and it's Scotland's biggest city I mean it's just realistic isn't it I feel safe in my own area but less so in town I was speaking to my flatmate about this and she was saying she does feel safe she used to work as a shop girl and she said she would come out of her work like on our kind of main streets, like Silky Hill Street, Bath Street. And it could be four in the morning, but she said she would always feel safe because there were so many people around. It was just like the kind of lanes that you would, and bits you wouldn't go anyway. Do you know, it's kind of, I would say it's, I would say it's like any big city. I feel pretty safe in Glasgow, I would say. Um, There was a thing a couple of years ago, though, with, it's probably, and my flatmate was saying this too, it's the most unsafe she's ever felt in Glasgow was around the uni because there was like a a case of, there was a couple of rapes, which, but that was quite, I, like that was quite bizarre. Like it was really, everyone was kind of on edge because it was so unusual. And yeah, that was probably the most unsafe I felt. But generally I do feel safe in Glasgow, but I'm from a nice part, I suppose. Yeah, I think it depends where people come from as well, because I find it very safe here on a general basis. Yeah. So like here, I don't know, I don't know if you heard that's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, laughing, but here in Leith, I think it was like last week, this woman was stabbed. Oh yeah, oh my god. And it was like a it was like a 16-year-old. 
Yeah, and it was like daylight. Yeah, did she die? She did. <gasps> yeah, it was really bad. But then, like, I heard a few, like, a couple of cases end of last year as well. Like, obviously, it's, like, more towards the end of Leith Walk, but that's, like, a very dodgy place. I don't like the energy of that place. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. Like, still, like, I, I feel safe enough to come back home at night, like, walking. But this is probably because I would never do this back home. So mm-hmm. it, it's, like, different perspectives as well. Yeah, it's not really bad. I can hear how bad it sounds, <laughs> but it's just a matter of perspective. I know we just used the two like worst case <laughs> examples. I started to like stumble as I was saying that because I was like, maybe I don't want this on, on the podcast actually. <laughs> generally speaking, no. But um, that's but it's just like isolated cases. It's not like oh my god, like every day there's this guy he goes there and stabs someone. Like it's not like that. It's yeah. just like. Exactly. I think that kind of shows, doesn't it? Because you're like, oh, yeah, it's shocking because it's not normal. Um, Leith makes me think a little bit more of Glasgow in a way. And so does Gorgie and Dalry. Like when I'm in Gorgie doing my shopping in the Aldi there. Oh, I, I always go to Gorgie to do my shopping, but in Sainsbury's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should hit up the Aldi. It's pretty good. <laughs> it always makes me feel like I'm in Partick. There's something between. Gorgian Partick, I think. <laughs> mm, that's interesting because they have like very specific vibes, like mm-hmm. Gorgi, Dalry, and then like Leith more towards the inside. Mm, mm-hmm. I can see it. I think it's just a bit more like uh, there's a certain feeling in Edinburgh. It's quite, it's got a touristy feeling, or as if it's not for the locals. But I think Gorgie, Delray, Leith, they feel a bit more like, oh, people live here. And I think that's what Glasgow feels like as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think Glasgow has a pretty worldwide. I don't know. Did you know about Glasgow? What what was your kind of perception of it before you came to Scotland? None. I literally did not even look at Glasgow when I was like (laughs) applying or anything. I didn't even consider. I was like, this doesn't even exist. <laughs> it was, I was just really, really bad with that. <laughs> Did you know about it at all? No. Yeah. Like I heard yeah. stuff, but it was just like not something that I paid attention to. To be honest, like I wasn't focusing mm-hmm. at, at all, like in Scotland, like throughout yeah. life. I was just mm-hmm. very focused like on England. And then I applied to Napier. And then that's when I gave a focus to Edinburgh, but it was just like Edinburgh because of the university. I didn't like browse like further. Oh, that's interesting. Because I was going to ask, because I wondered, because I think Glasgow still has quite an outdated, like people have an idea of Glasgow that's stuck in pre-80s. Like Hmm. it doesn't really relate to what the city is now. It used to be murder capital. And I think people just of Europe, not of the world. (laughs) But still, oh my God. But I think like there was a lot of gang, that kind of thing. It is a lot of gangs. Um, again, like any big city. And but that still persists. Like I was in London a couple of years ago and there was this guy who who could not get over the fact I was from Glasgow, like as if it was like I don't know, run by survivor. Yeah. Yeah, it was bizarre. He was like, You, you are no, sorry, you are from Glasgow. You. You are from Glasgow. And I was like, yeah. I've never heard of it. The only thing that I would say is just like people I know, like even my dad, he thought that Glasgow was the capital of Scotland. My friends, 
And mm-hmm. I was just like, no, it's not. It's Edinburgh. Murder capital, honey. <laughs> <laughs> there's an as a not a capital. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I think like that's very outdated. And maybe it it used to be a lot rougher than it is, but also I don't know. I think people get the wrong idea of Glasgow. But that's good though, because then it's But we li- we kind of play up to it as well, I think. It's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Glasgow hard <laughs> man, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I do this sometimes with Brazil. I'm just like, you cannot go out in the street. <laughs> you can. I know. Just go. Just, I a wouldn't, bit. but you just go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Moving to Edinburgh was not an easy decision, and it required a lot of mental and emotional preparation. And nothing could have prepared me better than going to therapy. I've been in therapy for the past seven years now, and I cannot recommend it enough for those who think about starting this journey. I know sometimes it might be hard to find a good therapist that will match you, so that's why I recommend a BetterHelp as your next therapy source. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you can get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash thebrazilianpov. That's betterehelp.com slash thebrazilianpov. How about like social life? Because there are many students in Glasgow, so I can only assume that there's like a lot of nightlife, lots to do. But what is there to do in Glasgow? I feel like people love Glasgow for its nightlife. I'll admit I'm not really the one for that. For those recommendations, I feel like other people are bigger clubbers than I. It wouldn't be hard. But... Um, I also haven't really been out in Glasgow since, like, out, out in Glasgow since before COVID. I do have friends. I'm not sad. I have been out. I just, <laughs> not an awful lot. Because I've been living in Edinburgh really since COVID. So um, I feel like my recommendations might be a bit outdated, but they stand the test of time anyway, I would say. So Glasgow's world famous for music. So there's King Tut's. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's actually got a great name. It's King Tut's Wap. Wow, really bad with just like names in general but then like Glasgow I just I just know not not for me <laughs> well it's a tiny venue it's called King Tut's Wawa Hut <laughs> it's funny <laughs> I know um but loads of like massive bands have kind of been discovered there or had some of their first gigs so in the 90s Oasis Blur the Verve I think that um Oasis actually got signed because of their gig at King Tut's I think the guy who signed them was in the audience. And Pilonatini played an early gig there as well. And clubs-wise, if you're cool, you'd probably enjoy Sub Club or the Berkeley Suite. And by cool, I mean like into techno and 
like you know a cool in very <laughs> common night out I'm not cool full disclosure <laughs> <laughs> so if you're naff like me I used to love buff club back in the day um stereo also I really loved stereo is a bit cool actually I'll give myself that um stereo is great it's there's always good gigs on there and it's like a very cool upstairs there's a cafe it's I think it's vegan but it's definitely vegetarian really good food and then underneath they do gigs and club nights and stuff and nice and sleazies we used to go there quite a bit um there's also La Cheetah which is good and if you're naff you would definitely love the garage it's like floors of just crap music I've been there yes (laughs) I mean you if you're gonna go clubbing in Glasgow, I feel that like you have to have gone to the garage at some point. I wasn't even clubbing; it was just like a concert that my flatmate had uh, an extra ticket to, and she was like, "Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> what did you think of it? How iconic is the entrance? I can't remember the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It was like months ago, but what I do remember that it was just like. It was either Wednesday or Thursday or something. And the streets were packed with people just like queuing for like nightclubs. And I was like, how do people have the energy for this? Like I literally had to drag myself up here. (laughs) I think the Thursday nights are still student nights. But yeah, Salky Hall Street is like, there's a phrase like, like Salky Hall Street on a Saturday. Although it could be on a Thursday to be fair. But it's always like that. Um. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Are there many like good restaurants and stuff? Tons. Like food in Glasgow is pretty exceptional. Off the top of my head, I used to work in Eusebi's, which is like a, a family-owned Italian place just next to Kelvin Grove Park, and it's so good. Like the food is amazing, and the family are lovely. It's just a really cool place. Um. In the centre of town, there's Brugano. It's very cool. It's 1930s. I think it's open since 1935, 1937, something like that. And it hasn't really changed. It's like a seafood place. They do great cocktails. So it's really good. And it's right in the centre of town, just off Buchanan Street. Um, I remember going there with my dad when I was about 16 or something. I don't know if it was my birthday. It was There was some special occasion. And it feels very much like a special place to go. You can really imagine. I really don't think it's changed much since the 30s. Um, Cafe-wise, there's great cafes. There's Kembrun Jones in the West End. That's just on Byers Road. It's so good. I think it's family-owned as well. And they just do great cakes and bread and just all that good stuff. Nice coffee, nice soup. Um, Then there's the Wilson Street Pantry as well. I'm pretty sure that's in the Merchant City. And it's been there for a long time. Um, Yeah, it's just like really good brunch. And then another brunchy place. It's changed hands over the years, but used to really, really love Delazique. And it's still pretty good. But it used to be really, really great. Um, And the guys who used to, I don't know if they ran it or they definitely had something to do with it. But the guys who were always in before now run the Partick Duck Club down the street and that's pretty excellent as well. They do like duck fat fries with tobacco onions and things. It's really tasty. Um, Where else? Hmm. It seems like quite diverse because I feel like sometimes I have a hard time finding diverse food here in Edinburgh, but maybe this is just me. 
Mm. No, Glasgow, I think, is very, very multicultural. That's probably one of the best parts of Glasgow. I mean, Mother India, classic. I, I really should have mentioned that first. I think there is a Mother India in Edinburgh, but I'm pretty sure Glasgow is the original. I'm going to say it's the original. <laughs> Glasgow's going to claim it. Um, our shooter, Carolyn, she was always talking about how Glasgow bastardized the curry and all this kind of thing, but there definitely is a Glasgow curry scene. And there's a place called Ramondeo as well. Ramondeo, Ramondeo. And it's so good. It's noodles, ramen, gyoza. Probably butchered that. Um, so, so good though. Pumpkin karaoke. My brother absolutely loves porter and rye. It's all like seasonal and locally shot um, meat. So it's probably quite environmentally conscious, I would have said. Um, not for veggies, definitely not for veggies. <laughs> um, Coffee-wise, there's also this place I love called 1841, and it's just off Byers Road next to my brother's gym. So sometimes I walk him to the gym, get a coffee, and go home. <laughs> and it's really good. It's it's an like a sister branch of Thompson's Coffee, which I think has been going in Glasgow since 1841. I think that's the reference there. And it's really cute. It's very tiny, but it's very nice. And then I have to recommend going back to bars. Tabak is probably my favourite, and it's in the centre of town. And right next to it is Sugo, which is this brilliant pasta restaurant. And they're so affordable. The only criticism is that you can't book, and so you always have to wait. But the fact that you always have to wait is testament to how good the food is, because... It's just really fresh and like very simple. It is very Italian, uh, as Italian as you get in Glasgow. But they do their best and it is pretty delicious. And then Pisano is the pizza version and they're both just so good that you can get a pretty good dinner and it's always really affordable. I feel like they're averaging out about seven pounds and oh, yeah, tobacco across. So I would go tobacco for cocktails, sugo for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if people are visiting or just moving there, just now, like just arriving to the city, what are some tips and recommendations of what people should see? Should see. Mm. Glasgow Green is lovely. And they've got West on the Green, which there's the Templeton. It used to be the Templeton Carpet Factory, but it's been taken over. And it's... It's now got this West on the Green, which is like a lovely kind of bar and you can take, I, I don't know if it's the same now, but during COVID, when things were kind of half opened up, um, you could go and get, I think it's St. Mungo's is the beer that they do and it's really, really good. You can get it in a brown bottle and then you can go and sit with it. Although you're not actually allowed to drink on the streets in Glasgow, but I think it's different in Edinburgh. But You're Glasgow not. No, like Glasgow the United States. Trusted. Yeah. It's so weird. Um. also the GFT so it's a cinema might seem like a kind of odd recommendation but the GFT is iconic it used to be called the Cosmo my gran worked there in the 50s when it was called the Cosmo but now the bar is called the Cosmo and the it's called the Glasgow Film Theatre and it's just magic it's always got like art house cinema it's art it's an art house cinema so it's always got art house films and things on and quite small screens but there's just something really magic about it if someone was to go now well 
my friend's just been to the Kelvin Grove Gallery. That's the big one. And it's really fab itself. Like they've got a great art collection. They've got a dally and just a variety of things, really. Kids also really like Kelvin Grove. Like it's very family friendly because they've got loads of stuffed animals and things and a Spitfire play and it's great fun. And at the moment, they've got a Mary Quant exhibition on. They have an exhibition space space downstairs. That's a tongue twister. And the Mary Quant one's meant to be brilliant. So, And they had a fantastic um, Linda McCartney one on a couple of years ago. It wasn't about her vegetarian sausages. It was all of her photography, and it was fantastic. So, yeah, the Kelvin Grove. Um, Where else best to visit? Would you recommend the Botanical Gardens? Yes, definitely. That actually is where we all used to go for dates when we were at secondary school. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> the botanics. It was like, oh, yeah, they're going up the botanics. You'd maybe sit in a wee bench. Oh, yeah. Super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it is lovely. And you can walk through into Kelvin Grove um, through the botanics as well. So... No, it is really, it is gorgeous. I don't think there's a best time to visit Glasgow, I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. I think like all the different seasons have their own merits. It can be very dreary in January. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it then. Yeah, the winter, I think for Scotland in general is just depressing as it is. <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> Glasgow's <laughs> wet. I know as a Brazilian, you. I mean, good on you like trauma trauma <laughs> response like for winter i know i always would come in and be like god it's really hot in here and you'd always be like oh no but my- you are another level i've never seen anyone like you it was just like absolutely freezing everyone just like buckled up and you were just like no i'm chilling the day <laughs> that you came to class with your coat i was like yeah winter right there because <laughs> even <laughs> daily's cold today <laughs> oh that's so funny (laughs) I've never thought that I'm hardy but there we go maybe compared to a Brazilian (laughs) no compared to everyone like even the girls from here they were like bundled up like that was you're you're just built different (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it I like it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um I mean in autumn the parks are really lovely so Kelvin Grove and the Kelvin Walkway are gorgeous especially when there's blossom in the springtime as well but when the leaves turn brown and the weather turns in autumn, it is also nice in a different way. And like, it's a good city for going in and getting cozy and cootie and doing and getting nice and warm inside, maybe in somewhere that, like the Lismore, which is a lovely whiskey bar where two of my good friends actually met and fell in love. Not in the botanics, like all the rest of us. <laughs> Honestly, though, ask anyone from my school and that's, we all, yep, the botanics was like the, prime date spot that's so cute that's actually very convenient because I think like back in my hometown it was just the movies because there was nowhere else to go (laughs) yeah actually thinking of movies as well the Grosvenor I can't believe I've not mentioned it yet it's on Byers Road and the Grosvenor is also magic it's also just been done up it used to have an unfortunate odor I like it honestly it smelled of fish like there's no (laughs) two ways of Again, ask anyone. But we all still went. <laughs> and they had sofas at the back, but no one ever really got those because they were extra money. But yeah, I suppose if you're feeling flash, you might go to the Grosvenor for a date. But obviously that would be after the Botanic Gardens. 
Um, what do you like most about Glasgow? I mean, I think it's just that it grounds me and it makes me feel most like myself. Like my roots are very much there and I think there's mm -hmm. something special about that. My grandparents went to the same secondary school that I went to and it's just, there is just something special about that. I think it's very human to want to feel that kind of connection to a place. And yeah. I really, I really do. Like I like walking down any of the streets and having some kind of childhood memory there. And it just has very positive connections for me, really Glasgow. And um, a lot, all of my mum's family pretty much are there. And it's so close to the countryside. My dad's family are from Gartaharn and um, Cove, Kilcreggan, that kind of area. And it's really easy to get to, but you feel like you're in another world, but it's so close to Glasgow. And yeah, I just think you've got everything that you would want in Glasgow. There's culture, there's, it's very diverse. There's just, yeah. There's a real mix of everything, and I think it makes it a culturally very rich place. And what advice would you give to someone who wants to move to Glasgow? I think just do it. I think be prepared for it not to be the prettiest city on the surface, but it's a lot of fun, and the people are great. And also look up, because I think the buildings are often very beautiful, like above ground level, especially well maybe not especially in the center of town but in the center of town is a good example you know if you're just looking around you're not going to see but when you look up the buildings are beautiful and incredible although a lot of that is probably owed to slave trade money which is the truth mm. but there is that but um it is a very it is a beautiful city for possibly the wrong reasons and finally, every week we give a recommendation of a book, a movie, or a TV show. What recommendations do you have for our listeners this week and why? I am going to go with my favorite poem for a bit of a mix-up, if that's okay. Or poem, as my mom would say. <laughs> and it's by a Glasgow-born poet called Edwin Morgan. I can actually read it if you'd like. Oh, just go ahead. It's, it's pretty short. Let me see. Okay, so... Okay, now I'm embarrassed. But anyway, I offered. <clears throat> <laughs> so, Slate by Edwin Morgan. And it goes... There is no beginning. We saw Lewis laid down when there was not much but thunder and volcanic fires. Watched long seas plunder faults. Laughed as staff cooled. Drumlins blue as bruises were grated off like nutmegs. Bends and a great glen gave a rough back. We like to think the ages must streak, surely strike, seldom stroke, but raised and shaken. With tens of thousands of rains, blizzards, sea poundings, shoulders off into night and memory. Memory of men, that was to come. Great in their empty hunger, these surroundings threw walls to the sky. The sorry glory of a rainbow. Their heels kicked flint, chalk, slate. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that poem. We learned it at school and I remember praying for it to come up in my exam because I thought, surely it will. It's all about Scot like the creation of Scotland. This was the year of the referendum and it never did. And I was scunnered to use a Glaswegian word. 
<laughs> but it's still my favorite. <laughs> well, that was this was all very lovely. Thank you so much for coming. You actually gave like a really, really good picture of Glasgow. I loved it. Oh, thank you. I feel like I haven't done it justice, but you have. Well, well, it's a short time to sing its praises. So I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Thanks so much for having me. This was a real privilege. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoyed learning everything about Glasgow either if it's to live or to visit. Again, I am definitely going back to actually visit Glasgow. I heard that the university is just absolutely gorgeous, very Harry Potter scenario and the botanics as we talked in the episode. But yeah, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you back here next week. Bye everyone.